gonna start. Excited. We're gonna start the podcast. Here I'm we go. excited. Here we go. Oh my god. Here we go. Welcome back to another episode of the Blasted Business Podcast, where we're going to talk about uh, today. I think we're going to talk about some some VR things and how to incorporate it, and how it just experiences and put it in your house and what it's going to do and how it's going to be. And um, of course, as always, because it doesn't ever fucking change, uh, we have Emily. Hello. And we have Brandon. Hi. So, <laughs> so I realized that over the weekend that like my intros is always like. Oh, it's Emily. Say hello. And I like tell you what to do. And then I listen to a couple podcasts that were like, oh, we have this person. And then they automatically say hello. So I'm, I've decided that in my podcast intros, I'm not going to tell you what to do anymore. And I'm just going to say your name. And then if you don't say anything, it'll just be awkward space. And it'll be really funny. Okay. All right. I'll always say hello because I'm polite. Of course. Yes, you are. So um, let's just jump right into it. Brandon. Yes. You recently at a, um, uh, a f- friend of yours, maybe not uh, a friend of mine, but maybe it, d- it doesn't even matter. At their business, they've recently installed one, t- two, or three uh, VR VR hookups. Was it two or just three? Yeah, so what they have is they have a line of four VR setups all in a row, uh, which are basically just desktop computers but with the they have i guess padding on the floor to mark out the little square you right stand in and then handheld controllers and um the goggles right so does does do, do how does he charge i think for he's these still things? figuring that out but still in general it out, okay. it's it's by the hour so you pay by the for, hour? Yeah, by the hour. So you can literally pay and then spend an hour in this VR world. Well, I spent an hour and a half there. It felt like 10 minutes. Jesus. um, Yeah. So it's interesting. So when we went to the Coliseum last week, they now have a VR arcade section. It's literally like just the size of this half of this room. And then it's like four headsets in like each corner and there's lights and banisters. 12 by 12 maybe. 12 by 12, right. Yeah. And for $10 each... $10 $10 each. So if like the four of us wanted to do it, it would be $40. We could go in and like we could like shoot the penguins or I think like the zombies were coming soon or like the robots were already a thing. Like you could pick which like story or episode you wanted to do. We didn't do it, but I can only imagine that it costs like. Hold on. No. I mean, I'm, I, I'm thinking it was, would, it was something, something yeah, like $30 an hour so, is what I was thinking. Right. So, did, so, but did, did you, you paid that when you were there? No, no, no. This is all free. This is right. just so, knowing the owners. Okay. Emily, just, am I in it? Hold on. Emily's trying to take a selfie. I was trying to take a picture, but it's not working. Okay. Is it not? Do you want me ignore to do me. it? No, okay. So, right. So it's still in its testing phases there. And so yeah. you were just kind of like fucking around with it and you didn't Giving really. feedback. Or, yeah. or, right. Exactly. Just playing. So, how, um, what did you do? What it was, it was you and so, Kenny, right? 
It was me and my brother Nathan. It was Nathan's oh, Nathan, birthday. Okay. And okay. Nathan's friends with the guy who owns the place. So that's how right. we right. got in. Um, so the vast majority of my time there, I, I played a little bit. I was in one where you were in like a gym and I was throwing a basketball. Okay. And trying to make baskets. And then, but the most of my time I played this game where you were an archer. Mm-hmm. On top of a tower. I, so I feel like I'm, that's and the part that I'm all the people me. that were trying to come up to the tower. Right? So you're trying to defend you're the tower defending by the killing tower, right. everybody right. that comes at you. Okay. So, h- how realistic was the experience? That part was not realistic. It was very not clearly there. a video game. Okay. It made me think of like playing games back in the 90s or something, right? right? As to how everything looked. I find that interesting. But it just makes you realize what's coming. What's coming. What's there. So in your how do you think that in in that situation there isn't cuz clearly the the graphics were a lower level than then say right. they should be in 2018. Why do you think that it's not like up to Call of Duty Five or whatever the fucking latest Call it or whatever the whatever the latest PS4, Xbox One, X, whatever graphic standards, Platinum PC grade graphic. Why do games I think are. it's not? Yeah, like why why can't I go in and like physically I mean, see might... a human look like a human? You might be able to, and some of the scenes in between the games were much more detailed. Okay. So they had a much more realistic like view. The games themselves that I played were more simplistic, though, right. more cartoony, right? Kind of in there. So did that like did that sway you to like do it more, or was it kind of like a turn off, or how did the the it cartoony didn't feel like bother me at all? Um, I don't know. I didn't mind the fact it was very simple. Yeah. You were I shooting a, a bow and arrow like you were actually shooting a bow and arrow. Right. It was a lot of fun. Right. A lot of fun. But yeah. I think that in those types of situations, and people, it's in the infancy, so people are figuring it out. But I felt overwhelmed because I could still hear the outside world. So I was like in two worlds at once, and that was. So you played it too? Yeah. It was okay. a little anxiety driven, like, or like caused some anxiety because i could hear like so people bowling you and like things happening and conversations the but game then i could also could hear also, the game right so i think like controlling that a little bit more would make it an awesome experience but it was amazing because it was like entering another universe See, I'll, I'll tell you the the feeling that i had coming out of it like I'm trying to think of how to explain this. Your your feeling was that like, holy fucking shit, I need to dedicate my entire home office to a <laughs> VR experience. No, you know how you hear people talk about, I should have bought into Apple when, I should have bought into Amazon when, oh my God, Bitcoin's worth so much. God damn it, if we I wouldn't have invested in Apple like, like six months ago. Then I we, just saw right. something that hasn't gone boom yet that's about to go boom, right? Yeah. So, so how, like, because I mean, I feel like uh, two or three episodes ago, we just talked about like turning in a shopping mall into a fucking VR arcade. Yes. Like how, so 
this place you were at was just like was just a a designated area and then he had like what two or three gaming PCs with VR rig set up right. and a couple TVs so people could watch him play right. this ridiculous like oh, I'm in VR kind of mode. So is that the way to go? Do you think? Yeah. Is that no? So how would you how would you now, fix well, the I mean, situation? I mean, short term, yes. I think the you know the setup that I saw and and I think he's going to do just fine with that. I think it's going to more than pay for itself. Really, you know, and and all of that. But long term, I think the things that you would want to do with a VR arcade is what we'll call it is have things in there that you're that the vast majority of people are not going to be able to afford to have at home. Um, right, because because when when Emily sent me like the the videos of you and Nathan doing it and the pictures. That that's what it looked like. It looked like my gaming PC at home, which I have. Yeah. And all I need to do is buy a four hundred dollar headset and some nunchucks and download some shit. And now I'm in VR mode. So, but the way where I can see it going, like I can see it being big at home, just doing that. Yeah. And it, the big problem that I see in all of that, in the well, let's separate this and talk about where you're standing still and where right. you're able to move. Because right. in that, so, you're yeah. able to... Because you, you guys... You stood still. You have like a three-by-three three square... Because you guys were moving, right? you stay right? in. We, we move, but yeah. you're you're stuck in the same place. You move yourself through a controller. Whereas some of the current VR arcades, that I would call VR arcades, allow you to be in a room uh, where you're in virtual reality, but you're running around and doing whatever... <laughs> Yeah, whatever there. I think the one at the Coliseum was very minimal movement. Um, I think they, it, I mean, because it was like a twelve by twelve, so I mean, you can go more than fuck three or four feet until you like hit somebody else. So I, I think they were around the same level. Right. They might have had like higher technology or like better graphics or games or whatever but i think they were in the same like the movement zone they weren't on like things where you were like strapped in and you were on a treadmill and you can move 360 and run and walk and so whatever. i think i think the big thing to do it commercially is going to be to have the big spaces you can do yeah you can do things that you can't do at home right but i i see tremendous potential well, and that, i mean out. isn't isn't that always the goal as far as like for example, uh, like like a restaurant, right? Like the number one goal as a restaurant is to cook these people food or serve them drinks or give them something that they can't do at home, right? Like I, like that's like Ramsey's number one thing. That should be any like restaurant owner's yeah. number one thing. Cook them a meal that they can't do better at home. And if they are doing it better at home, then you're failing as a restaurant or a thing. So like if, if it's a VR place, if... I'm going to, you know, uh, James's VR arcade, but I can just literally buy the VR headset and play it at home on my computer with Megs on a Saturday night. Then it doesn't mean anything to me. Right. So I think um, I think that next level, I think that next level of arcade is what we need, as far as like consumer products. And so, so I mean, and this, go ahead. Where are you I mean, I, I see so much potential to make really cool stuff. Yeah. And the stuff that you, you're going to be able to get at home is cool too. But what you're not going to be able to do at home, I don't think, is like, I, and I've seen VR arcades now where they have like 
four-wheelers that you drive on. They seem like four-wheelers, you know. Right. They're like kind of like outlines of four-wheelers. But you're sitting on something that feels like a four-wheeler. Right. That when you're in there, it looks like a four-wheeler. Right. And you're driving, racing, whatever, or snowmobiles or that kind of stuff. I don't think you're going to be able to do at home just because it's going to be very expensive. So, fuck. And I, the, the other thing you're not going to be able to do at home is have giant spaces to do VR in. Right. And I feel like I... Oh, so you're going to be stuck in one place. I you just, have a really awesome wife that's going to give you a VR room. All right. Yeah, that VR room is going to be, you right, know... It's not that big, so he can't run around. 10, He's going to run 15. right into a wall. But I'm talking about having a giant, like, warehouse style open space where you can run around and do stuff like actually play a game like maybe that's not even so, vr at that point that's like augmented reality right because you're actually doing things I, physically and here's here's what i think needs to happen and i just thought of this and i feel like it's probably already in development or maybe not but if we're being honest and you look at the stats and the numbers and the platforms. Um, right now, Fortnite is like the number one game ever. Yeah. Right? It's on literally everything from the PS4 to PC to Xbox to the Nintendo Switch to your iPhone. You can play Fortnite on your iPhone. So how fucking cool would it be if, if they came out with fucking Fortnite VR? Do you, do you know what they would need? They need Jurassic Park VR. Well, the, the the problem though in those games is yes. movement, right? So I, yeah, and I mean that's I talked to I talked to Sarah about it today. Like, I'm not I'm not a video gamer, and I feel like maybe that's where my opinion is hindered. But like, if if I had to do a VR or augmented reality situation, it would literally be me in a chair with goggles and like I would see my desk in front of me and that's how I would work every day from home in my VR reality situation. It'd be real work, It'd be a real website that I'm coding or whatever. And then that would be it. But like in her mind, she sees like fucking just video games and fucking being emerged. And like, this is your life. It's like Sims. If fucking Sims was a VR game, like that would change the, like that's, that's, that's that's just a fucking Black Mirror episode. That's where it's gonna be, right? So it's it's it's, it's kind of like where do you think you look at? Okay, here's yeah. where you can take this to. Yeah, you're gonna be able to live in whatever world you want to live in, almost endlessly, and be whoever you want to be if you have the money or credits or whatever to be that. Right, the VR bucks. whatever you want to like. Right, and eventually. I think we're going to have generations of people that don't really see the real world. Like, I think that's coming. I think that's how big VR is going to be. It's real deep. Because who's going to give a shit? Who's going to give a shit about the real world when you're fighting dragons? Would you say that your grandchildren or, like, great-grandchildren or maybe even beyond that is going to experience this world? I mean, they're going to have the option to, but right. it's going to be at a whole other level, right? It's fucking, it's craziness. Like, because, I mean, like, 
Apple's already has like the augmented reality so like, games or whatever. I just thought of something or, go really ahead. crazy. Go ahead. Which is slightly off topic, but it's blasted business, baby. <laughs> what if the reason we haven't met aliens yet is because oh, before they ever got the technology to get off the planet, they created VR and said, fuck it, we can do whatever we want here. <laughs> you know? You know, like, oh man! So you think that? So wait, you think that aliens are? No, no, no! I'm just saying I don't think people are going to care about the real world anymore once they can be whatever they want to be. And oh, uh, so you think that aliens saw that? Like, oh fuck I'm, this! I'm saying, fuck like, this real like, reality. What if we get to the point before we build a technology to get to another planet where we can all go to whatever planet we want in our little world and do whatever we want? Is anybody going to care? Is anybody going to care about getting off the planet? If you can just create your own planet for $5 a month and other people can come visit your planet, you can put whatever you want on it and you're God of your planet and you have it inhabited with these little creatures that do all these cool things. Like, who's going to care? So, like, nobody's going to stop Brandon Bear from creating Bertro, sure. the planet. Yeah. Where it's literally just, you're the, you're the king, you're yep. the god of this planet. And, Why like, not? anybody who comes to it is just a human to say earth as human to your planet that you've created in vr i don't think that this is that far-fetched because there's people that are addicted to games like world of warcraft that are mmos that have these entire worlds that you can get you know sucked well, into there's minecraft we all know there's... lots of people that are living in a fantasy world all the time anyhow it's just right. in their head they can take that fantasy world now they can make it real life they can run with it what's stopping minecraft from being vr and you can create your own little world well, not I that far-fetched trying to get my straw in this last bit of drink I no have. it's i think it's going to be crazy i think it's going to be like a serious serious issue and so you think that like um, this is like the Black Mirror episode of like the the people that just wake up, they go into the little hub, their little room in their chair, and they put their things on, and then they're like in this talent show. No, and then because like that was this, a whole like. Well, I mean, not maybe not a talent show, but like this terrible is, universe of how this they're is like Black Mirror shit, guys. Well, he just said Black Mirror. Well, that's right. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm he's, he's describing a Black Mirror episode. This is but a, we're no, in, that we're was in a, a very, Black Mirror episode um, right now. Oh, my God. That was a very negative take on where some yeah. things could go. I don't even really understand why they were doing all of those things or any of that. You know, like, no, I think you're going to be able to, to sit in your house and, and have your own world and go... Go do whatever you want. And I think a lot of people are going to get addicted to that. And yeah. I think the real world, for a lot of people, will potentially take a backdoor to... Do you think it'll take over, like, computers and phones? So, like, instead of checking your phone every five minutes, you're plugged into you're VR. You're not going to care about checking your phone. You're going to have a phone in VR. Right. You're going to have and your And it's just going to show up in the corner. Your emails you're are in this corner. You're probably going to pay $1,000 for that, too. Right. God. That's how you make a trillion dollar company from our last episode. You create the VR phone and sell it to everybody. You don't even have to get it made in a sweatshop in China. You just sell it, you know, you make the code and sell it. <laughs> it's fascinating. It really is. I don't know. I mean, as as a guy who's bringing in like a child into the world, it's like, what are they going to do when they're my age? 
what are they going to do when they're 30 years old? Like, it's going to be another one of these, like, oh, yeah, well, we fucking look at VR every day. Like, they, like, we look at iPhones as, like, they're going to look at, like, VR systems. Or, like, they're going to be, like, uh, well, what if we can smell and taste and do, like, like senses? Wh- what, what's going to happen when they have senses in VR? Like, I mean, because that's not... It's all coming. I mean, I want to know where it's coming from because I want to put money into it. But it's all coming. Yeah. You know, it... I mean, we could, we could put, we could build VR into our wedding venue and we could just. Are you going to have wedding venues? Oh, shit. VR weddings? Right? (gasps) Have you thought about how this is going to, is the wedding venue even going to matter? Nobody gives a shit about the real world anymore. You're going to program these perfect wedding venues. So you just have all your family. Nobody's even going to leave their house. So you just have all your family members, your friends, whoever. Yep. They just swoop, oh, man. swoop, put on their mask. Yep. Put on their VR headset. You can go to a wedding without even and putting they, on pants. They yep. go to you know con- uh, whatever. What's the conference Winter thing con- we oh. use? Um, the Uber conference. Uber. Yep. Yep. They go to vrconference.com and they type in Levi McCurdy's wedding code, and now all of a sudden they're VR'd into. My wedding ceremony or reception. But you're going to be able to, to, to look like whatever you want right. and be Jesus. whatever you want, right? The whole universe, like, you get to you get to redefine everything about yourself. Right. And yeah. you look at what people do on Facebook I could be a, and I could stuff. Be a you look at how they, how eyes. people, like, I know people, and I then look at how some people portray themselves on Facebook and social media, you know what I mean, and all that, and it's not even anywhere near the same thing. Right. You give them the option to actually like right. live in that world. Yep. Yeah. They can like literally create their emoji or their emoticon or whatever their fucking yeah. emoji is, whether they have, yeah, it's wh- going to be crazy. Oh my God. <sighs> How crazy. So <laughs> this is okay. This is, Whoa, geez. Sorry, you all right? Sorry. You got yeah, it? All right. I got it. So this is like, this is crazy beyond, beyond any time, beyond any technology we have. How would, um, I don't even know how to phrase the question, but what about, so Meadowbrook. Yeah. What if. People then, aren't going to care. You don't need to put things in your house when you have a virtual house. So what I'm saying is Meadowbrook becomes a virtual reality company and no, like people buy virtual gonna, gourds for their, because nobody's going to care about gourds. <laughs> nobody's going to care that anything is real. Well, I mean, but like th- that's what you do in Sims. You buy couches and you buy decorations and pieces of art. And yeah, I, I, I got you. But I mean, a big part of Meadowbrook is the story and how we well, hand make everything. Okay. And you know, yeah. but I don't think that people are going to care about that. In, All right. And, I mean, our generation will, right? Yeah. But how long? So, Jesus. So it's more about like, you, you're just talking the Sims. Yeah. It's more about the like skins that you can put on that stuff. So right. potentially VR becomes something you wear these special glasses, you walk around your house, but for like a minuscule amount you can buy custom artwork to put in your house or things of yeah. like that yeah. nature that yeah and i'm crazy. not talking this is going to happen tomorrow but i i see where it's going to go 
and that's generations of people not having to live in the real world anymore. Where, how long do you, where do you see this going? How long? Like how long until this happens? Um, 15, 20? 30 More years, than that, 30? I would say, at the top. Somewhere. I mean, it's not going to be everybody at first, right? We right. Still, you know, we have you generations have of people right. who've lived in the real world their whole lives are going to visit and go out. But then you're going to have people that are born and by, you know, what? how young do people get cell phones now? Right. When you, right. How old are you going like to be you when have you like get your first year olds VR. with cell phones. Right. So you're going to have six-year-olds in VR and then they're going to go into <laughs> VR and they're going to be like, oh, I can... You know, the real world is going to suck compared to whatever they can do in VR. And that's what they're going to learn. And they're not going to want to be in the real world anymore because the real world has issues and problems and all this stuff. And VR doesn't have to have any of those things. You just log out when you don't like what... Yeah, it's going to be... I mean, I, I don't know. I can I can see where it's... Yeah gonna be an issue so how do we invest in vr that's what i'm that's what <laughs> i'm trying to figure he's out. trying to but you won't give him the room in your fucking house to do it well i mean like putting dollars in so that you know so i mean so number one is if you Apple. can find well to start i'll look for the people i believe in so if i can find people that i really like when i research their background and stuff i'll go after people first because right to me, that's more important than product or anything if if you know you have the right person and look for people I would say that are making this more affordable for home, and that right. would be a good way to invest more affordable and and doing the best stuff don't invest in crap and then um I don't know, I feel like it's riskier to go for v r arcades or v r arcade franchises. Because I think it's going to be crazy and innovative and cutthroat, and what's what goes big today could be gone entirely tomorrow. tomorrow. Um, But I don't know. I kind of I kind of want one now. (laughs) You know, like I kind of want. So okay, so we we buy the mall down the street, and we just turn that into a fucking we turn into a VR thing. Yeah, I was. How much is a mall? I mean, they got to be selling it. Bonton's out. I don't out. have enough money to buy a mall. I don't think. <sighs> all right. But so I was thinking about this consignment gallery up here. All right. So, wedding venue first, Emily's hot tub second, and the mall <laughs> third. But hold on, I no, need a, I'm just I need a building too. Oh, well. That's man. a separate thing. Different. We money. can put your building in the VR arcade thing, right? All right, um, we're gonna wrap this up. Thank you guys for for listening. Listen, uh, VR, it's fucking coming. It's gonna be your kids, your grandkids, your great grandchildren are probably gonna live in a VR world. Um, we're probably gonna continue to talk about this as uh, the podcast progresses, um, and as we come up with new things and experience new things, just as Brandon did um, just uh, last weekend. Um, thank you so much for listening. Emily, say goodnight to everybody. Good night. And Brandon. Good night, everyone. And we're going to leave you with some, uh, some Twilight Zone. Here we go. <laughs>